B-Pod Studios. Sci-fi. Whoa. Anime. Whoa. Video games. Whoa. Comic books. Whoa. If you've been made fun of for it, we're probably going to talk about it. This is Nerd Radio. Excellent. All right, let's get rolling with another Nerd Radio this week right on your uh, podcast page, WRAF.com, as well as, uh, what is it, Boston 92.9? Rock, Rock. 92.9rocks.com. There yeah. you go. And uh, as part of the B-Pod Studios Network, James Albeck, Chuck Bean. That's your roll call for this week on this week's Nerd Radio. Present. I yeah, I was like, <laughs> roll call. I, I put my hand up and say, here. here. If you want to, you can. I remember when the teachers would get like real lippy with you, like, here is not a proper response. You should be saying present. Present. I'm like, we're in yeah. fifth grade, man. Yeah. <laughs> Relax. Present Present has too many yeah. syllables. Present. I could just you say, say here. Yeah, you say present. I want something for Christmas or the Tooth Fairy. I want to open it up and play with something. <laughs> I could have said present. yo. Yeah. yeah. Like, what up, teach? That would, that would have been extremely uh, disrespectful. Or like in Billy Madison, you go. <laughs> and they call you. I always wanted to do that. I never had the balls to do that in school when they take roll. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just make a fart noise. I always wanted to do that so badly, but you, I never had the stones to do it. You need to find something you can teach, oh, so yeah. that you can have a class, and then you God. can you can get them to do that for James you. James the yep. teacher. That would be amazing. What would, you, be like a, what would James teach? Morning radio show production. <laughs> That's about all I got. Down, how to be a dumbass on the internet? Right. Yeah. Those are my two fortes. And I only do one well, and it's not the one I get paid for. Well, some weeks we uh, we sit down here and we only have like a couple of things to talk about. I feel like this week we have plenty to get to. Al had a fantastically huge weekend. Me and Ooh. you, James, were at SmackDown last yeah. night, and then we're going to see a, a movie tonight, which is going to be super fun. Oh, that's tonight, huh? That's tonight. Yeah. Cool. James is going to get the crap scared out of him. We were just talking about it. He's going to go home and, and get less of a nap than he usually gets. Yeah, barely get a nap in, and then I'm going to show up to the movie theater, and I'm going to scare the bejesus out of me. Yeah. <laughs> scary James like, might poop. Might pee, my, pee or poop my pants, and then right. Chuck was like, you know what? Make sure you get it all over the guy, the phantom yeah. farter. <laughs> right. Like, the ultimate revenge, phantom yes. farter. I'll fight your farts with my urine. Exactly. My stream. Yeah. So. Al, tell us about your weekend. Dude, I went to Star Trek Las Vegas. I know. As we know, it's the big one. one. Following you on social media. Al finally got his hands around the big one. (laughs) (laughs) I did. You know, it's funny. I I did purchase a souvenir. And I'll start there. Okay. Oh, kind of off. Well, no. idea what this is. Well, no. Off of what you just said, the hands on the big one. Uh like uh, you guys have seen at my desk, I've got that little Enterprise, that little model Enterprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot so, wheel? Yeah, well, there's the Hot Wheel one that uh, Chuck got me, and then there's another one that my brother got me on top of that speaker. Okay, yeah, yeah. And that same company was there, and they were selling some ships. And uh, I was like, you know, I got, I gotta have something. And they were on. It was, it was the big day of the big convention uh, on Saturday, so they actually were running like a super low deal. Right. And I decided that. Uh, Next Generation is my favorite show, so if I, I wanted to get the Enterprise D, and I wanted to get the Jumbo Extra Large version, which is, you know, a decent-sized model ship. So you... He wants the big D. Exactly. Yep. That's where I was going. That's where we were going. Yeah. We were <laughs> all on the same I page. The gun on that. No, I mean, that, the, the, that punchline is technically yours anyways, so I didn't want to steal it, but yeah, so you got yourself, you bought yourself a big D. I got myself a big D. Well, yeah. about time, which- man. <laughs> He thought I was going to roll in around puberty time, you know? He started getting hair in funny spots. He thought I was going to get that big D, and then he which, finally showed up. Which now. show is that ship from? That's the next the generation. The next gen, yeah. okay. Yeah. It was between that and the Enterprise C, 
which is also featured in a single episode of uh, Next Generation. Okay. Um, and it looks almost identical. It's just a little bit, little, little smaller. Right. Um, but I definitely, I'm, I'm going to get more of these. And my brother collects those too. He's got a whole couple shelves in his office at home. Right. Uh, but I like those. I'm going to start with the various enterprises. So I've who got you, two of them now. Who do you think is a bigger nerd, you or your brother? It depends. We're nerds in different ways. We we overlap uh, when it comes to like Star Trek, but he's an intellectual nerd. He reads a lot. Oh, okay. (laughs) He reads a lot. Right. As as much as I am into history, as you know. Right. uh, Kevin blows me out of the water. Are you more of a geek then? I guess you could say that. I feel like does to me like geeks are like. Than like the really really smart really people book that smart. do homework and things, yeah, sure. while the nerd is just into the crap we're into. Yeah. He, okay, yeah. that's fair. Yeah, he's not into comic books right. at all. He likes sci-fi. He likes uh, history, but he reads dry history books for fun. Okay, um, and he's a wet history book. Yeah, <laughs> like a burrito. When you order a burrito, do you want a dry or do you want a wet burrito? It's the ones about the navy. Oh, oh yeah. there you go. Oh, that's <laughs> good. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh yeah. And he uh he does computer forensics for a living. So okay. yeah, that's 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 him. What Al secretly doesn't know is I was wondering if I was if I needed to trade up to a different back oh. for the show. Uh, <laughs> he's recruiting. You're not caught it, old man back. No, I think I got the superior back okay. on this show. No, I got the more the entertaining of the back. two. I like that. I, I like imagine. the sounds of that. Yeah. You got the superior back. The superior, yes. <laughs> so other, other than getting the superior yes, yes. of the backs. Other yeah. than the big D. The big D. I, did, I, yeah, I brought the big D home. Yeah, that's why he's the superior one. He's got the big D. That's yep. right. Uh, but so the uh, the highlight of the whole day, uh, of course, was the photo op with William Shatner. Yes. Which uh, my brother kind of sprung on me. He he went last year for the first time and did not get a photo op and regretted it. So he was getting a photo, and it cost $100 to get your picture taken with Shatner. And he just sort of let me know, hey, I bought a photo with William Shatner, and it's two people per photo, so you're going to be in the photo with me. Right. right. Awesome. That's great. How, he didn't even tell me how much it was. How much is do I owe you for half of the photo? Sure. No, I was getting it anyway, so you're just getting in the Cool, whatever. So it was for free. Did find out later that one of the exhibits was a replica of the original series Bridge, which nice. is kind of cool. I mean, it was kind of small and condensed. Did they let you like sit down on the on the chair? And no, you were not allowed to sit oh, in the chair, but you could look at it, which was cool. But I find Looking, out no touching. Yes, I find out later, however, that the. Uh, William Shatner photo ops, and only William Shatner, for another $50, you could have had the photo taken with him sitting in the chair and you beside <gasps> him on the bridge of the original series Enterprise. Oh, man. And Kevin said, I didn't want to spend that extra money. I'm like, I would have. Yeah. I would have spent it. Really? We could have been next to the captain on the bridge? Your brother blew it, man. He <laughs> did. I couldn't believe it when he told me that. I was like, I would have I would have paid that 50 bucks. Now, granted, you can't get like super pissed about that because this was a surprise for you it anyways. Was. So it was. Well, yes. I would have kicked in the extra cash, I'm sure. I like, would have. I absolutely would have. What a colossal fail. Dude, I would have covered 100 a- and let him pay 50 to take yeah. the picture on the bridge. How dare you get me only a pizza without extra cheese is essentially what this is. No. Well, if maybe if you would have known the extra cheese was an option available for an extra fifty dollars, you would have got the extra cheese. God, I hope he doesn't listen to this. He'll be so pissed. <laughs> Your cheese pizza sucks, Kevin. He's gonna hack my iPad. <laughs> I know. Yeah, next time he opens his iPad in front of us, there's really yeah. actually going to be porn on it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, <laughs> but the kind exactly. that gets you on a list. Yep. Yeah. 
Um, so, but no, like honestly, there there was like a little, oh, dude, you should have said something because I definitely would have paid that extra fifty bucks because sure. that would be so cool. But dude, the experience was like an assembly line. It went so quickly. They are, and I mean. Which was nice because the line was so long and you got through it. Mm-hmm. But like the entire experience meeting William Shatner was he did make eye contact with me, so I can walk away with that. Yep. And he said four words total to us. Yep. We walked up and he said, "Yeah." He said, "Hello, gentlemen." Just like that. Nice little pause in there. Little pause in there. And then he looked for. I said, "I said hello. How are you?" He ignored my question. Yep. <laughs> Does not care. Do not engage. Do not engage the nerd. They took the photo. He said, thank you. And I said, thanks for the photo. And he'd already moved on in his life. (laughs) We were were done here. And we were ushered off. And we walked away. And we're walking back in the hallway. And I said to my brother, I was like, I don't know if I looked at the camera or not. Ah. I... (laughs) I gotta be honest with you. I'm a little bit afraid to see this thing because he goes, "I don't know if I did either." I, I can't. And yeah, the, well, you get so starstruck when you do those well, things. Well, that's the thing. Leading up to this, like we've got this job, right? Like yeah. we don't meet people every day, but it has it happens often enough and has happened enough in our careers that usually it's like eh, whatever. You know, like an example was we were doing a big station event a couple of years ago. We're all backstage. We're supposed to go out to do a staff photo. This is a Riff Fest a couple of years ago. And John oh, yeah. John Five is there. Oh, the the Riff Fest. I didn't get to be a part of the photo because I was here. You were here. Yes. Yeah. You were, yeah. You were. Okay. Right. okay. I was at the venue and was not a part of the photo, so it's okay. Oh. Okay. Cool. So the, we. So rub it in. Go yes. ahead. Yep. So, glad I tell us about how you got to <laughs> glamorize to the, the Riff photo. staff photo at the Riff Fest. Right. Gladly. So yeah. we're backstage. <laughs> 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 it was really the only way to handle it scenario. Uh, and John Five is just like hanging out back there. And of course, he's from here, but he's an accomplished guitarist that a lot yeah. of people admire. And it, you know, Rob you Zombie's rock, guitarist, right? Yeah. You walk by him like, "Hey, how you doing, man?" He's like, "Oh, good. How are you?" And that you know that kind of interaction. Chuck, I, uh, the freak, I think talking about guitars for a couple of minutes. And then you go back to what you're doing. Like it's a normal. We do it enough. It's normal. And so, like my brother, when we're in line, admits to me, you know, I'm kind of a little bit nervous to meet William Shatner. And I'm like trying to prep him. Like, dude, I get it. Like, I mean. It's just he's a normal guy. They appreciate it if you talk to them like they're normal. If you don't treat them like, you, you know, you want to pee your pants, then yeah. they'll appreciate just it. Like, tell just tell me about how much you use Priceline after watching his commercials. Right. You yeah, use right. It all the time yeah. when you're booking a stay. Well, what's really funny is no matter how used to you are, when you walk, when you meet someone who steps out of your childhood that really inspired you or whatever, all of that is out the window. Yep. And I was such a little, I, 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 I was afraid that this photo was going to be me staring longingly at Captain Kirk. Because, <laughs> that would have been awesome. Because <laughs> there was, I lingered a little bit. That would have been a wallpaper on my cell phone. Because yeah. I was standing next to him and I was like, Jesus, that's him right there. Right. Right beside me. Uh, which, by the way, the man looks phenomenal up close. Like, how, how old is he now? Eighty-eight. Wow. wow. He is eighty-eight years old. I don't think old I'm going to make. I don't think anyone in this room is going to make it to eighty-eight. No, I don't want to make it to eighty-eight. <laughs> I might not, not make it to thirty-eight right now. Right. But you know, like I'm sure there must be some Botox or some work that he's oh, done. Sure. But whatever he's had done, some is... of the time he's spending in space. Right. The gravity seems... doesn't take effect on him. <laughs> James, I don't know if you know this, but Star Trek wasn't actually filmed in space. What? No, no, it's on a set in Hollywood. Uh The ships aren't in actual space. They're models. You're breaking my heart. (laughs) You shut your filthy whore mouth, Chuck. (laughs) Oh, now you got an hellfire, though. 
But no, like whatever work he's done is so subtle that he doesn't really look like he's had work done. And the man, even standing next to him, looks 25 years younger than he is. And then he went up and he did his panel, and he's moving, he's walking around the stage, moving great, sharp mind. Yeah, he's, even he, if I make it to 88, I'm surely not going to be walking around. Dude, he's oh, yeah, I'll be in a wheelchair. He's <laughs> doing better at 88 than I'm doing at 32. Yeah, like which is really troubling. Put me in a wheelchair with one of those joysticks, so just be cruising around yep. all the time when I'm eighty. Right, yeah, I want to be Professor X, man. Yeah, I kind of wish you would have had the lovingly st- like stare photo at <laughs> William Shatner. That way, I could take it and put it on the background of my cell phone. <laughs> right, and then when my girl was like, "Why do you have that?" I'd be like, "I want you to look at me the way yeah, I don't yeah, look at William Shatner." Shatner. There That's was, why. yeah, it's it didn't get documented, but there was a moment <laughs> that I looked, I looked at William Shatner in a way that every girlfriend should look at their boyfriend. Yes. It's, I will admit that. Mr. Shatner. Well, and the fascinating thing about just the human condition, too, is that everybody's got at least one somebody like that. Yeah. Like, no matter how even William Shatner has somebody that if they walked, he walked into a room and they were there. I think they're dead by now. Hi. Hi. He's 88. He's 88. I think the people in his life are. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. The only thing he's probably going to react to like that is probably a super hot babe that's about 50 years younger than what he is. Right. But um, so that was the highlight. Seeing him on stage was the second highlight because, again, he was very funny, very sharp, had great stories. Um, but kind of running through quickly the rest of my review of, you know, we were only there for the one day. I'm sure. glad it was just the one day. I don't think I could have done the full five. Um, I was going to say, what was the what was the crowd like? Because that was the biggest concern is how much you do. You not know what? Like it wasn't as bad as I people. thought. Um, for one thing, we purchased reserved seats. So we could come and go as we please for the for the uh, the panels. Oh, nice! Uh, and our seats were always there. The re- about half is general admission. Um, so, you know, there were empty seats around us because not everyone who would show up to every panel, right? Whereas big stuff like uh, uh, Shatner or Kate Mulgrew, general seating was all you know shoulder to shoulder, right? Um, so it wasn't that bad. That was a concern. That's what keeps me away from the local cons. I just I don't like a crowd. It was not that bad. Right. Um, well, and the biggest concern with a with a convention too, and James can attest to this with like astronomical and stuff like that, is there's always those pockets of like you can't move through it. Yeah. At all because it's just people everywhere. Mm-hmm. I didn't run into that at all. Good. Um, nice, nice smooth flow. Mm-hmm. That's good. I will say that it was smaller than I was expecting. Um, there wasn't much to do aside from the panels and they had two different stages. One of them was the CBS all access stage. And there was really, uh, that were all the new, uh, what's the new show? Called? No, not even that. Be no, all the no, actors that were there. No, that stuff was all on the main stage. Okay. Um, this, they had someone, uh, some people from, uh, NASA and the planetary society talking about science fact and science fiction, and it was basically like, how can you help uh, space exploration and right. uh, you know the planetary society and stuff like that? And that was set up in the food court, which they called Quark's Bar. Nice. And so like it, that was just sort of there. And if you were going in to get a sandwich or a drink, you could sit and watch that. But right, you know, it was kind of all baby panels. They haven't well, themed was... foods for sale. No, nothing oh, really. That's like, an opportunity, man. I yeah. want to get some weird smoking like sandwich or something. You know. Yeah. No, we are kind of like. You know, hoping there'd be something that was supposed to be Romulan ale or something like that. Yeah, right. Not, none of that. Yeah. Uh, picturing a, sand, a, a sandwich, example, and cause... then they take two toothpicks and they put pickles on the outside, so it looks like a. One of the oh, well, hey, yeah. I, I would have been happy with that. 
It would have been cool if the sandwich smoked, but yeah. I don't yeah. know that that's an actual possibility. I don't even know where I came up with that. They had a couple of photo ops along the hallways. Like there was like a, like a I can't remember what they call it, but like a Borg recharge station oh, where cool. they would dock themselves to sleep, for lack of a better way of putting it. And they had three of them right next to each other so you could jump in one, take a picture, and move on. That's cool. Uh, they had a spot where they would, if you paid, they would do an effects photo where they would actually beam you in and out of the original series nice. uh, transporter room. I didn't. I didn't pay for that, but right. uh, they had two exhibits. And that was really it. They had a Picard one, which I was kind of thinking would be a little more like a museum, but it was actually, I guess it was, but it was totally fictional. It was like Picard in the Academy, but instead of having a photo framed of the younger person they cast for the flashback episode of Next Gen, they just photoshopped hair onto Patrick Stewart. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Here, just put on this toupee. Yeah, uh, but they did have uh, some of his uniforms in there, which was nice. So they had like the spandex version from the first two seasons, and then the the uh, more comfortable version of the uniform that went from season three through sure. seven. And th- so they had that was kind of cool to see the the wardrobe in there. Yeah. Um, the second exhibit was the bridge of the Enterprise that mm-hmm. I mentioned. That's and the it, original Enterprise. Yes, but again, it's a replica. It's and it's condensed. It's very small. Sure. Um, and then they had the vendor room where they had all the sales, autograph signings. So just walking around, I didn't talk to any of the other actors or anything. Shatner's the only one I actually met. But just walking down the hallway, I mean, Nichelle Nichols was there, Lieutenant Uhura. Right. So that's two well, original. I saw, you, I saw you did get a picture with the Gorn. I said, yeah, well, <laughs> that was just a, a backdrop. But the Gorn was there, the guy who was the yeah. Gorn in the arena. Yeah, he was there. Signing photos. I did not bother taking a picture of him. I did snap a picture of Nichelle Nichols on my way by. Um, Michael they typically, Dorn. They typically aren't cool with that. Yeah, well. They typically, like, like I, I know I've told the story multiple times on here about uh, the guy from The Princess Bride. Yep. Was, oh, at yeah. the, was at the Motor City Comic Con, and I saw him, like, leap up from his table when he saw somebody snap a picture with yeah, their phone. Yeah, he chased somebody down and made her delete the phone. Made him delete it. I think I can outrun Nichelle Nichols, because she actually looks like she's in her 80s. Oh, well, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but um, uh, uh, John Delancey was there, Q. Yeah. Uh, Michael Dorn, uh, Jonathan Frakes, I mean, LeVar Burton. I mean, the, honestly, the only next-gen cast members I didn't see were Marina Sirtis, uh, Patrick Stewart, and uh, I saw Brent Spiner's name, but I did not actually see him. Okay. But no, but he, was, I, he was running around there somewhere. I, yeah, he must have been somewhere. He just wasn't at the table when I walked by. Right. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was it was cool. So I saw a bunch of people, uh, picked up my big D uh, in the vendor room there. I was going to say, the vendor room is typically like, that's where the action is when yeah. I go to these cons anyways. you know, Walking around, I could see how I could spend a lot of money there. Right. Obviously, I didn't. I just bought the one Yeah, model. well, and a big part of it, too. Once again, James, you can chime in on it. A big part of it is window shopping. Just oh, walking around yeah. the vendor room See, and going, oh, yeah. stuff, you're like, oh, I would man. never buy that, but man, that's cool yeah. kind yeah. of thing. Very neat. Oh, but very expensive. Yeah. Right. Oh, I can afford that. I'll take that. Well, even, yeah, exactly. even some affordable stuff. Like, I was kind of eyeballing, uh, like, a com badge pin or also the, uh, like, the Rathacon era uniforms. They had the, the Starfleet pin on the you know on, on the chest right and that was there and it was like 25 bucks and i was like that's kind of cool i, I kind of want them like but what am i gonna do with it like what am i gonna do with this thing i'm never gonna wear it you're gonna wear it everywhere i wanted to i wanted to i wanted to buy a uniform but same thing like i'm never gonna wear this why am i gonna spend Dude, all that money on a uniform that i'll never wear buy it and just wear it to work <laughs> <Yeah>. please <laughs> that would be awesome <laughs> 
<laughs> Al's rolling in in a Star Trek uniform. Every ma- day. I was gonna say you imagine like uh, with the with the the board in front of you here, and you've got the screens. Oh my god! Yeah, you like and navigating. Then you got the you're navigating the Enterprise, like, Al. It's like you're navigating. Yeah, great. The DCTF Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. The DCTF Enterprise. I like it. Um, so I mean, that was about it. The other uh, panels that I watched, uh, I, like I said, I went for one day. I don't think I would have wanted to go back. It was a full day. We didn't really have any downtime, which was nice. But if you go, first of all, if if you're a casual fan, you're not really super interested in it, it might be a waste of your time. Okay. There's not enough to – but if you're into Star Trek, uh, you'd lo- you'd like it. Right. Um, but you got to go on a day where there's enough panels that you're going to be interested in them. So because, that's, that's essentially what your experience was centered around, was like, i got to see these panels. I want to hear these people talk about Yes. Well, there cool wasn't stuff. much else to do unless you really wanted to window shop for hours and hours. Sure. Um, but I saw William Shatner, um, Kate Mulgrew. Uh, then there was a doctor's panel. So it was the actors who played the doctors from Next Gen, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, Enterprise, and then wasn't scheduled to be there, but just showed up anyway. Uh, the doctor from Discovery was also there. Nice. So basically, I don't know if the woman who played Pulaski, I don't know if she's around or not anymore, but she wasn't there, obviously. Um, Carl Urban Carl Urban was, was not, not there. there. And uh, obviously, DeForest Kelly is no longer with us. So, right. I mean, we were missing three doctors of all of Star Trek, and that that was it. Did you see some cosplayers? There were some cosplayers. Oh, one final panel, and I'll get back to that. We'll we'll wrap up with that. Okay. Um, the last panel I watched was a Picard panel for the new show, which was Jonathan Frakes. Jerry Ryan was there, and the guy who played Hugh the Borg in Next Gen because yeah. he's in the trailer. Yeah. And they basically gave us no information about the show because there it's all well, non-disclosure. Can. Yeah, for sure. But it was cool to see Jonathan Frakes speak because I'm a big fan of Next Gen. Yeah, for and sure. Jerry Ryan also still looks great. <laughs> um, so that was all the panels I watched. Um, but we missed stuff like they did, uh, like a makeup demonstration. They dressed up a Klingon on stage and kind of walked through it. Yeah, um, so you can see what it takes. How long does it? Yeah, how long did it take? I did not it? watch that panel. Oh, that okay. we, that was wrapping up as Kate Mulgrew was starting. But the panels were one after the other. There wasn't like we're going to take ten minutes and then come back. No, like the the panel left and then the next one was introduced. Interesting. It just cons- okay. constantly going. Right. Um. So if you wanted to, you'd have to skip something if you wanted to go get something to eat or go check out the vendor. Right. Uh, but yeah, no, cosplay, there weren't as many Klingons as I was expecting. Most of the cosplay that I saw was all just people in Starfleet uniforms. Okay. Uh, I was like, I, I saw one Borg. I was going to say, I would expect you to see like Klingons and Borgs everywhere. Right. I saw one Borg and I think it may have been an actor like out there taking photos. Hmm. If not, it was a cosplayer to would like a bunch of people want photos, but that's it. I saw one Borg the entire time. Right. The biggest heat was keeping some of those costumes entirely possible. Put that makeup and stuff on because I'm mean, gonna be sweating constantly. It's gonna right. be a, a real hassle. So you just throw on a uniform shirt or whatever. Yeah, and you're dressed up. But the the last thing I'll mention from my experience there was the cosplay, and it was cosplay. I was looking forward to seeing what the non-Star Trek cosplay was going to be. You know there would be some. Okay. There's got to be some people who got to change it up and be different, right? Sure. And I only saw one non-Star Trek cosplay, and it delighted me. Somebody was there dressed up like Gilligan from Gilligan's Island. That's funny. <laughs> what? Of all things. Now, are you sure it's Gilligan? It wasn't just somebody with a bucket hat and uh, like a red sweater or whatever it was. Uh, you know what? If it wasn't supposed to be Gilligan, it was quite a coincidence. Was he, was he carrying coconuts around? Like what? <laughs> no, but he was with the captain. So, ah, but God the sakes. captain as in Gilligan, not yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not, not a man dressed like Kirk or anything. 
Well, it sounds like a great time. Do you oh, think- that's great. I, I, I will go back. I, that was my last question. Do you think you'll go back next year? I will go back, not next year, because, uh, I mean, there's a lot of costs in flying out to Vegas. Sure. Um, so, I mean, I, my brother wants to go again, too, so I'm thinking every two or three years I might go out there for this thing. Hmm. Um, I had a great time. It even made me want to maybe check out a local con because yeah. i've been avoiding them all this time i was like that was a I great would, time i would may have love to... to go to a local con with you walk around yeah astronomicon or like michigan comic cons coming up in august oh, i would yeah. love to just walk around for the day with you just see me upset with... yeah. well that's part of it so many people and they're sweaty <laughs> and so am i <laughs> All right. Well, it's well past time we take a break. Thanks for letting us letting us live vicariously through you going to the Star Trek yeah, convention, the buddy. Life there. Yeah, the con life. Yeah, we're gonna come. Con! We're gonna come back and talk some wrestling. Like I said, me and uh, me and James were at SmackDown last night, so we'll fill you in on that in more Nerd Radio. When we come back. It's Wednesday night. Time for Nerd Radio. Welcome back. We got some more Nerd Radio for you all over your social media at Nerd Radio 101. And of course, wherever you get in your podcast as part of the B Pod Studios Network. My name is Chuck Bean, joined by the Star Trek Alicious Al Beck. <laughs> I like this. Alicious. And, uh, and my good buddy, Get that James big D! <laughs> Listen to him with that big D. He's real excited He's about it. I'm proud about it. What, how much did you spend on the big D? Uh, Are you like, at liberty to say? Yeah, I don't care. It was like sixty-five dollars. A real gentleman would never tell Al. Yeah, how much <laughs> he spends on his big D. Yeah, uh, we had uh, WWE SmackDown in town last night. Myself, yeah. myself, and James uh, in the crowd, which is cool. You'll see James before you'll see me because I was like right next to where the cameras, the the hard camera, as they call it, was shooting. But uh, not a bad show. Yeah, was, I thought the show was very entertaining. Uh, I feel like it was, was kind of lacking some of the star power. Yeah, we uh, were that's definitely, the one thing that I felt. You I was there see, with uh, I was there with Amy. You were there with Cody, and yeah. when we were walking back, we were talking about all the people that we didn't get to see. Yeah, like no Finn Balor. You didn't see, get to see the you know Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt as the Fiend, right? You so. know, and then there's other guys that because the, some of the Raw guys will show up on SmackDown every now and again. So like the Usos weren't there, or yeah. AJ Styles and the Club weren't there, which would have been really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goldberg was almost there. <laughs> oh, dude, I was actually excited because they they pulled a, they pulled a fast one on us with the Goldberg thing. Yeah, so how, how was he almost there? Okay, so Dolph Ziggler. Uh, well, to to back up, SummerSlam is this. Sunday. Okay. So this was the last televised event before SummerSlam. This is essentially the go-home show to go to SummerSlam. Gotcha. Uh, Dolph Ziggler, over the last couple of weeks, has been talking a bunch of smack about the old guys, uh, and he's brought Goldberg's name up a couple of different times. And they revealed on Monday that Dolph Ziggler signed a contract to face he thought was going to be the Miz at SummerSlam, but in fact, it's Goldberg who signed the other half of that contract. So Goldberg is going to come back and beat up Dolph Ziggler on Sunday. Hopefully he doesn't drop him on his head like he did the end Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Um, so as we're, we're running into like the, the, after the first commercial break, running in the second segment, uh, all of a sudden Goldberg's music and his video pop up on the Titan Tron. And I, I think we're in agreement. I'm not a Goldberg fan, but no. when it happened, I was like, Oh my God, he's here. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to see him live in person. Right. I, I'm not a Goldberg fan either, but Hey, he's a legend in the wrestling. I want to, I'm sure I'll see him. I'll watch. I'll stand up. I'll cheer for him. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they like uh, when he usually enters, like they show like a close up of the door of his dressing room. Yeah. He comes out of the dressing room with the security and everything. And yeah, the door opens up and who it is? It's who is Dolph- it? Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Oh, Dolph Ziggler making yeah. fun of Goldberg's entrance, right? You yeah. know, doing it with the video and the, and the everything. 
But, but Dolph's uh, hair, hair looks majestic. That man, <laughs> I'm not even joking. Dolph Ziggler has the best hair in sports entertainment. It I'm going to say look, that. I don't know. AJ Styles' hair is pretty fantastic as well. <sighs> However, mean, Dolph did have some great hair last night. Yeah, like his ponytails were always on point. And then yeah. last night, he got a fresh blowout or something. His hair was phenomenal. And the seats that I had, I was so close. Like my girlfriend gets these hookups where we get ringside. So the last two times a big pay-per-view, or not pay-per-view, but a big televised event has come to town. We've been right there. Right. And... He was like standing right in front of us, and I got up and I go, "Your hair looks majestic," and he didn't respond. <laughs> it's a total Not even pro- a thank you. Didn't Drew you know? McIntyre do that to you the last yeah, time? Yeah, Drew McIntyre totally like that man just looked like I didn't even exist, and I'm just right screaming you. like me in my loud mouth, "Boo, boo, Drew McIntyre, boo!" Look, he doesn't even look at me. He just turns around and gets right in the ring like I didn't even exist. I'm like. You are good, Drew McIntyre. <laughs> He's a professional. Like, you won my respect out of that. I was gonna say, I hey, were Drew you McIntyre. upset that he didn't acknowledge you trolling him? Yeah, exactly. Well, I wanted to at least like want him to look at me and be like, <laughs> oh, you're going to boo, huh? Keep on booing, bitch, or something, you know? I'm sure you gave See, at Elias. At William Shatner looked at me. I'm sure you gave Elias yeah. the business when uh Well, yeah, when he was there for like a couple seconds. I just I couldn't really scream at uh, him playing guitar because he didn't have the guitar. He just kind of no, came he just out. came and, out to jump Kevin Owens. Yeah, he jumped Kevin Owens and he got a... Got a stunner Yeah, whatever Kevin table. Owens calls his finisher, but he got the uh, the stunner on the, the announcing table. But I did get acknowledged by Rowan when he came out with Daniel Bryan. Okay. Because at one point in the match, Daniel Bryan was kind of outside the ring on the other side, and he was like kept walking around. And finally, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna let this guy have it. So as he's walking by, I stand up and I'm like, boo, boo. He keeps walking by, and I'm like, boo. Right. I'm, I'm relentless with it. And then he finally turns and looks at me. I'm like, yeah, you, boo. <laughs> then the guy behind me starts booing him. He's like, what are you gonna do, Rowan? We're like, yeah. We're like a united front of booze. It was great. Right. So I was happy to finally get like a professional wrestler to kind of break that to character. acknowledge you. And yeah. acknowledge my existence in the WWE universe. Yeah. Uh, the funny thing is, I don't even know what this guy looks like, and I can guarantee he would wipe his ass with you. Oh, he's oh, yeah. huge. <laughs> he's huge. He's a massive man. Yeah. He's a huge bald guy with the beard. He may be the like, biggest guy we saw last yeah. night in, in just size. My height is probably the same size as his belt. Like, he's but that's a what's, big dude. That's what's so funny to me, though, because you're like, look over here so I can boom. Oh, you! It would not go down like that out in the real oh, world. No, in the real world, I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. Did I just happen to step on your toe? I right, exactly. I'm incredibly yeah. sorry about that. Let me buy you a drink. Here's my wallet, my keys, my social security number, anything else I can yeah. get you, sir. Yeah. I did notice. I don't know if you saw it, but there was a there was a segment where Bailey, who's the women's champ, comes out, and she's she is an idol to all little girls everywhere. Oh, yeah. Okay, like yeah. she her whole gimmick is that she's just she's nice and she likes to hug people and everything like that. So somebody on the where the there's the ramp and then there's the like the I can't think of the, the staging area where they come to the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a there was a little girl that had a Bailey sign at the at the you know at the side of the the ramp. And she had to run by her in order to save Ember Moon for the for the televised segment. And then when the lights went down and it was completely dark, I saw her as she was walking back uh, go over to that little girl and take a selfie and give her a hug. Oh, that's awesome! And I was like, that's sweet. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, that's keeping a that's making somebody a lifelong fan. Of, absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Of you and like of the WWE. That's... And the really cool thing about that is she did it when the lights were down too. So like, yeah. you know, not. Even the whole arena to, noticed. Yeah, she mm-hmm. doesn't have to keep the character up right. while yeah. the lights are down, but she but she did, and that was that was like that's awesome. Yeah, I can remember that forever. That's uh, that's cool of her. It was also very cool from where I, like I said, I was sitting kind of where the hard camera was, so I was in the lower bowl, but I could see while Sami Zayn was talking, I could see them setting up Alistair Black's entrance. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like the so you saw the smoke machine start rolling, and then he's got these like uh, fake candles that they pan across on the camera before. And the way Alistair Alistair Black is almost like the new Undertaker. He's okay. got this spooky entrance, and he. They put him on a on a device that rises up like he's a vampire rising sure. out of his coffin. It's okay. a very cool entrance, right? But it was neat to see like there's a ramp on it so that the guy the camera guys can get under him to make him look bigger, and then to see him backstage it's like gangrels on a diet. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> to see him backstage run over and lay down on the thing. Oh yeah, while, yeah. They're, get, while they're setting the shot up. Yeah, it was just like, hey, that's how they do it. That's yeah. how that's how the sausage is made. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is funny because I got excited thinking somebody else was going to be coming. I'm like, oh my god, all the lights are out over there. It's yeah. dark. And then as soon as Sammy Zane's like, Alistair Black, I'm like, oh, they're just getting ready to get the coffin gag going. Right. But he is he is a fantastic like the Undertaker was neat back in the day because he would walk the top rope yeah uh, and he was just kind of a big guy that wouldn't sell anything. Alistair Black is not as tall as the Undertaker, but he has comes from a kickboxing uh, background. Okay, so he uses his legs a lot for stuff, and he does like you know how Jericho used to bounce off the second rope and do the moonsault yeah. kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. He does that kind of thing, yeah. but to a guy who's standing. Oh, okay, and yeah. it's it's really it's very uh, acrobatic. Yeah, he's extreme. He's Acrobatic for a character you wouldn't expect to be acrobatic. Sure. So it's like really some fun dark, to see mysterious him. guy, but he's like he's got some ups and the athleticism, yeah. athleticism that he has is just phenomenal. Not to take the word from a uh, AJ Styles away, but right, <laughs> like, he's very imp- impressive to watch there live in person. Even my girlfriend commented like he is impressive to watch because yes. I don't think she usually cares for him much on TV. Right. But being there in person and seeing some of the moves that he pulls off the ropes, I, even I was like, wow. Yeah, and like Amy was with me and she's seen him a bunch of times on TV but she never realized what his back tattoos were. Dude's covered in tattoos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's got this like cool demon lady face tattooed on his back and we were both like, his tattoos pop a lot better. Like the colors look way cooler in person mm-hmm. than they do on your television. You know, I also noticed, so being there in person compared to TV, the costumes and stuff aren't as impressive as what you think Not they in person. Are. No, they, like, tell, hmm. they, they, they photograph real well. Yeah, I'm like, but when you see like them. Modified moon boots on top of your tennis shoes. <laughs> and like, uh, it's like a little kid's uh, Halloween costume. Yeah, exactly. I was like, this, I don't, th- I could have made this costume myself at right. my house. Like, am I camera You probably ready? have. Yeah, I probably do. Yeah, I probably have. Some of my Jimmy Death Nut stuff. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was thinking yeah. when we go and see like the Marvel movies or something like that, like what does that costume really look like? Yeah. Like it uh, is filmed to look unreal, but what is it, what does the actual costume actually look like? Right. And it's the same thing with wrestlers. Like mm-hmm. you see them on TV and you're like, that looks amazing, but I wonder what that looks like in person. Yeah, well, like Ali, so uh, Ali's uh, pants or whatever, he's got like right. yellow and black pants. And I was like, those are due for a wash. <laughs> get those cleaned up because your pants look like my shorts when I have a wash them in like three weeks. Oh, were you were you there for the dark match at the beginning? Like at the they open they start the show at like seven forty five. Yeah, yeah. Seven machinery in the B team. Yeah. That, speaking of stuff that looked like it needed a wash, like Bo Dallas's B team shirt looked yeah. like he spilled coffee down the back of it. Yeah, I thought maybe it was something he put it in his hair before he came into the ring. Yeah, I, I assume they get new shirts every match, right? They, WWE's got to give them new shirts, right? But um, but yeah, that shirt was looking nasty and. I never realized, this is going to sound a little weird, how many blemishes some of these professional wrestlers have on their inner thighs. <laughs> oh, really? That. You don't notice that when you watch it on TV. You don't see it on TV. You know, but from my perspective, I'm like, oh my God, these guys' thighs look like mine. And James and I'm not, laser focused on those thighs. Yeah, well, <laughs> some of them, uh, you could have missed the way they, when they land. And I'm like, ooh. <laughs> Daniel Bryan, you might need to uh, do some grooming down there. What's going on, oh, man? Boy. 
staring right up his thighs. Yeah, I was like, wow, that's really what gets one of the Bella Twins hot, huh? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to tell you guys, I had a, a truly unique experience. Uh, I was sitting with Janelle yeah. uh, and, and his son, and uh, there was there was another guy who came in uh, that was sitting on the other side of us. So he was sitting on the other side of Amy, and he came in, and he, he had a, a young child with him, and he was wearing like an uh, older Dolph Ziggler shirt. Okay. Um, and I, I talked to the guy at least two or three times, and it wasn't until the third time I talked to him, it was between you know commercial breaks or something like that. He's like, "Excuse me, are you Chuck Bean?" And I said, "Well, yeah, from from the rip." He's like, "I am a huge fan. I am one of Nerd Radio's twelve listeners." Oh my god! All right. You had an actual interaction with a Nerd Radio with listener. A nerd at a WWE Radio event? listener, yes, at a Mark WWE that event. That day in the history books, everybody. It was fantastic. It's awesome. I, I told him I was. God, I wish he hadn't unsubscribed during all that Star Trek talk. Well. <laughs> Yeah. No, I wanted to. I, I told him I was very thankful to him, that he that he listens to us. He, so. he even said I'm one of the twelve. Yeah, right. That's awesome. <laughs> He's definitely one of ours. Like in, a, in a couple of years, I thought he was going to say he was one of my twelve overnight listeners. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, thanks, yeah. man. But no, he, he specifically Nerd Radio. That's he awesome. He's a big That's fan. Cool. Well, hey, thanks for listening, wrestling. Thanks, guy. man. Yep. Yeah. I, of course, I don't remember his name because. And we're back down to 11. Yeah. We're back down to 11. Man, oh, look at that. Yep, unsubscribe. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but hey, thanks for listening for as long as you did. So, <laughs> yeah. Al is familiar with this, but I don't think James is. I, I, I typically go on entertainment pilgrimages every year. Okay. And over the weekend, I, uh, I, I, I started my, my pilgrimage of 2019. Didn't even realize. It was out of the blue. I just I was watching a thing. I saw an ad, and I'm like, I'm gonna, I want to start watching this. So I'll tell you guys about that. Coming back. This is Nerd Radio. It's cool. I'm taking it back. What are you nuts? I'm taking it back. You watch. Welcome back to Nerd Radio. Make sure you're uh, subscribing and liking us wherever you're getting your podcasts. And, of course, following us on social media at Nerd Radio 101. Al Beck, fresh from a Star Trek convention. Yes. James is back from SmackDown along with myself. And look at, I'm looking forward to this movie. This, uh, yeah. what is it, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark? Yeah. Guillermo del Toro? I'm looking forward to this. It should be good. Dude, the book terrified the crap out of me as a kid, so I'm hoping the movie's going to do something similar. If right? it's that same book that I'm thinking, I had that too when I was a kid, and it was pretty cool. It's like the one book that I read that actually scared the bejesus out of me. Yeah. Like, I was legitimately scared, because I would read Goosebumps or whatever, right. and I was like, oh, these aren't that scary. They're just fun little entertaining kind of semi-horror movie, uh, books to read. Yeah, yeah. But that book, I don't, I can't even tell you what story, but I remember reading it. And getting the cold fear chill, like right in my body, reading these stories. Right. Yeah. So I'm hoping the movie is going to live up to what the book did. Yeah, I, feel I can't like wait to. With uh, Guillermo del Toro doing it, I think he can do it. Oh, for but sure. Then it's only PG-13. So how? Well, that's the that's that's the thing that's fascinating as an adult because I was not in horror as a kid whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like even movies that weren't supposed to be scary scared the bejesus out of me. When Large Marge's face goes all claymation in oh, Pee-wee's no. Big Adventure, Pee-wee's Big Adventure was, scared you. I was out the door, man. I could I couldn't deal with that. I couldn't cope. You got to stick with the, la- the land before time. Yeah. Or <laughs> <laughs> five goes west. Littlefoot. No! Yeah. Good. I can't believe you got the name of a dinosaur, <laughs> Ducky. All of our friends are here. <laughs> but as I an, didn't have friends growing up. We know this. As an adult, I'm fascinated by the how much the horror genre that there is for kids to try and like teach them that it's okay to be scared. Kind of yeah. thing. But then as an adult, you watch them that stuff and you're like, that is not okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, little like kids that. will go, they'll skate right over that. They won't even know why that's not okay because they're, mm-hmm. they're younger. Yeah. But as an adult, I'm like, what? You can't. You can't do that. You can't show a little kid that. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's going to grow up and be a psychopath. Right. But or I'm Al Beck. 
<laughs> yeah, don't be me. I am uh, I am definitely looking forward to this movie. Also looking forward to the rest of uh, Season 4 Preacher started on Sunday. Yeah. Had a two-hour premiere, and it definitely uh, looks like they are going to cram as much stuff from the books into this last season as possible. Yeah, I was going to say, this is the final season, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so. it's going to take place uh, in uh, Masada, which is where they take uh, Vampire uh, Cassidy to yes. torture him to try and get Jesse to come there. And like they've already gone through one story arc in one episode of that whole part of it. Um, there's also the uh, character uh, Jesus Desaad. Yes, that was from the second graphic novel. Uh, they showed up in this, so apparently they're going to be a big part of it. And if the preview has any indication, uh, you know, all the characters coming back: the Santa Killers, Adolf Hitler, Arseface. And it'll be interesting to see how they wrap everything up. There's a guy named Arseface. There's a guy yeah. named Arseface. I like it. Yeah, he tried to kill himself with a shotgun and screwed Ooh, it up, so he lived. Hence the Arseface. Yep. But okay. yeah, now his his mouth looks his, like a puckering butthole. His face is a beehole. Okay. Right. My face is a beehole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, uh, I got actually. I, I got caught up on that on the flight. I uh, oh, excellent. Yeah, I bought the season pass on my iPad when I was at my brother's, so I downloaded yeah. the episode and I got to watch that on my. So you, home. you saw the last episode of season three, then? Yes. So if I make reference to like the bus fight, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, yes. Which I thought it was super awesome. It was right about the time Greta Van Fleet was coming, was exploding. They used Highway Song. Oh, in really? a fight scene That's in that cool. last season yeah. of Preacher, which was kind of cool from last year. Season three was really good. Season two was a little bit of a downtick. For sure. Season, season three moved a lot more. Yes, it did. And that was... Uh, Hairstar was great and still is. Yeah. it's uh, Once again, it's another character that feels like it walked right out of the comic. Yeah. And is, is in the thing. So this is going to be kind of a roundabout story, but I beg you to st- stick with me. So I'm kind of a fan of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, okay. but I haven't seen all of it. Like okay. I've I've seen current seasons and I've seen some of the past seasons, but there's a big block in the middle. So there's certain jokes that I don't get. However, I saw an ad somewhere on my phone that there's an It's Always Sunny game there's for the game? cell phone. So I downloaded okay. it. I downloaded it a couple of weeks ago. the The basis of the game is that uh, you you start these schemes, which I never realized okay. that most of the Always Sunny episodes revolve oh, yeah, around a scheme. some yeah. kind of get rich quick scheme. That they're trying to do, but let me let me pull it up here so you can see it. It's kind of fun because it plays the the music, the like okay. stock music from the from yeah. the show throughout the opening theme. Yeah, um, while you're playing I it, what but it's, it's called, but I don't know it has an actual name. It's this. Uh, you get these cartoony versions of the characters here, and it's it's kind of just each scheme has its own little like screenshot. Welcome back, and it just you just you earned fifty six sixty four AA while you were away. <laughs> you, it's sweet. You click on the you click on the uh, you click on the money when it comes up like every five seconds or something like that. A scheme will will generate money, and you as you generate money, you get more schemes, and you increase the amount of people who are uh, uh, getting taken by the scheme, which increase the amount of money. It's a what very. If you click on the beer the beer glass. Uh, if you click on the beer glass, it'll play an ad for you. Okay. And then you get beer, which is another that. which is another version of money that you spend in order to okay. increase stuff. I do like how Max uh, genitals are blurred <laughs> out with a black circle. Yeah, it's the it's the <laughs> towels. It's yeah. the but all the schemes are based on a specific episode. So some of them, I'm like fight milk. I remember that episode. Okay. And some of them, like I haven't seen that episode yet. You get to see cricket at all? Crickets in there? Okay. Yeah. There's the uh, what's the the one where they think they see the uh, the the Virgin Mary or something in the office. So, so uh, they, that's when you first meet Cricket, and he's, okay. he's a priest. The preacher? Yep, yeah, exactly. Um, so I started playing this game, real basic, real, like, you log in, you hit a couple things, then you come back a couple hours later, and your dude's made the money, and that's yeah. all right. Uh, but while I was playing it, 
uh, one of the one of the I, I went back to watch some It's Always Sunny on Hulu. Yeah. And one of the ads they played said that every season of Seinfeld is on Hulu. And I realized oh, yeah. I have never watched an episode of Seinfeld. Whoa! Come on. I know jokes from Seinfeld. I know characters from Seinfeld. I have never watched an episode of Seinfeld. You gotta be kidding me. Yep. So I decided that over that is like a anomaly of human existence. It is. It is. Well, a couple of years. This happened a couple of years ago when Friends hit uh, Netflix. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you did that. Yeah. And I went. I have never watched Friends. I I know some of the jokes. I have never ever watched Friends. So I spent a couple of months just watching Friends and just getting it. So I decided over the weekend I'm gonna I'm gonna start watching. I, I've watched all of season one already because it's only five episodes. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, whenever I've got a couple, you know, an hour or two or something like that, and I just need something in the it background. Signals, Jerry. It signals. <laughs> just watching Seinfeld, the show from the nineties. I can't believe you dodged an episode of Seinfeld for that long. Yeah, it's what is it like twelve seasons, something like that. Uh, no, Never uh, was on nine. TV forever. Yeah, I feel. Like, yeah, exactly. It was so popular when I was in uh, high school. Like I remember my senior year or my junior years when they did the last episode, mm-hmm. and I had never watched it at that point until the last episode came. Right. So I watched the last episode. Right. I didn't get it because I didn't watch any of the other stuff. Right. So I never worried about it, but it was always always on TV. How do you avoid yeah, it? Yeah, it's it's in reruns and stuff yeah. like that. Like I would you know channel by and be like, oh Seinfeld's on. Yeah. Well, I've never watched any of it, so I don't know what's going on. So I'm just going oh. you know I'll channel by and watch something else. Dude, the Seinfeld. Really messed me up because I went to New York to see Rage Against the Machine years ago. They played Randall's Island with Wu Tang Clan. Okay, and uh, like Rage Against the Machine is my all-time favorite band. Sure, just broken up. I was really uh, uh, upset about it or whatever, and so I got these tickets to go. Uh, I went out drinking with my friends. And I was like super wasted, and I had to pee really bad. Okay. And before we went on this trip, I had just seen an episode of Seinfeld where uh, somebody gets thrown in jail for peeing in a parking garage. Yep. All right. So I was like, I can't pee here. We're in New York. I'm going to pee in public. Like everybody's like, just go pee in an alley. Go in an alley. Go pee behind a dumpster. I'm like, no, I will not do it. I've seen an episode of Seinfeld yeah. where you get in trouble for that. Yeah, and I actually pissed my pants. Like, oh no! Oh my god! I pissed gosh. my pants in New York like the night before <laughs> Rage Against the Machine. I didn't have a uh, spare pair of shorts, so I ended up having to wash my shorts out in the shower. Hanging my shorts up in the shower to try to dry. <laughs> I'm walking around New York on my way to Randall's Island with wet shorts because I had pissed them the night before. Right. All because of Seinfeld. Ha! Huh. Yeah. So, but anyways, back to your discovery of the Seinfeld I think show. that's I think that's a perfect place to end the episode, actually. Oh, man. There we go. <laughs> and James the time Pissy that, Pants. Yeah, the time that James, James Pissy pants. pants. And you may pee your pants later on today when yeah, we I go might. and see this scary, the scary movie. scary movie. So <laughs> we'll see. D- double dose of piss for you. Right. Thanks for uh thanks for sharing uh sharing that story yeah. with us, James. Yeah, make this episode extra pissy. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna look for Big D and I got the P. Right. <laughs> big D and the P. Yeah. And I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go watch some Seinfeld. There you go. So, yeah, I gotta catch up, man. Yeah, for sure. Uh follow us as I always said on social media at Nerd Radio One O One. Like, rate, review us wherever you're getting your podcast and join us again next week, man. We may not have a Star Trek convention to talk about, but we'll definitely talk about some nerd stuff because that's what we do here. That's what we do. Al, uh say goodbye in German. Alfiedersehen. No, you gotta say like you Alfiedersehen! Much better. Dance, monkey! <laughs> I'm in a difficult situation here. I mean, after all, you're nerds. Golden radio. I know. See you later, Thank nerd. You. And we're out. How do you feel about it? That's fine. Okay. So they, uh, I open up the uh, mail one day and I pull out a CD and the band is called the Tony Danza Tap Dance Extravaganza and I threw it right in the garbage. Oh my god! Why would you use that thing? So stupid. It might have I been amazing. The Tony Danza Tap Dance Extravaganza. I don't remember what they sounded like though, but I know I've listened to them before. They're yeah. like hardcore. Yeah, because you see yeah, that name, you're like, I gotta know. Yeah, I gotta yeah, know what's going on. Like that.